after show. All right, that's the after show. Oh, Jesus. Alex, this really Alex? looks like a can of dog food with like it's Cheerios so in good. it. Alex, it's from Merlin. You sound really ill right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> they, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a news story that I didn't get to. Could I, um, could I read that? Make sure you stay near the Wi-Fi, Max. We're losing yeah. you. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me, let me wander. Oh. Oh, Jesus. This, you the, sound like the, you're getting uh, chopped and screwed. The internet is getting, is getting not croak. good here. Not good. Is that better, the term chopped better. and screwed? Is that when you have the cough medicine wrap? Is that where it gets real slow? Isn't that what it's called? Get you drank on? Am I being culturally insensitive? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, come on. Ch- chopped and screwed. It's that kind of like DJ uh, DJ Clown. Is that his name? It's that when you slow down music real bad and you drink cough syrup. I don't have to look it up. Chopped you lost me. Oh, come on. Chopped and screwed. Drank. All right. I have a news article for everyone. All right. This is from um, My San Antonio, and it was reported by the Center for Public Integrity. Uh, San Antonio, two security experts from the Department of Energy's Idaho National Laboratory drove to San Antonio, Texas in March 2017 with a sensitive mission to retrieve dangerous nuclear materials from a nonprofit research lab there. Their task, according to documents and interviews, was to ensure that the radioactive materials did not fall into the wrong hands on the way back to Idaho, where the government maintains a stockpile of nuclear explosive materials for the military and others. To ensure that they got the right items, the specialists from Idaho brought radiation detectors and small samples of dangerous materials to calibrate them, specifically a plaster-covered disk of plutonium, a material that could be used to fuel nuclear weapons, and another of cesium, a highly radioactive isotope that could be used in so-called dirty bombs. But when they stopped at a Marriott hotel just off Highway 410 in a high-crime neighborhood filled with temp agencies and ranch homes, they left those sensors on the back seat of their rented Ford Expedition. When they woke the next morning, (laughs) the window had been smashed and the special valises holding these sensors and nuclear materials had vanished. More than a year later, state and federal officials don't know where the plutonium, one of the most valuable and dangerous substances on Earth, is, nor has the cesium been recovered. Mm. No public announcement of the March 21st incident (laughs) had been made. (laughs) Whoopsies. No public announcement of the March 21st incident has been made by either the San Antonio police or the FBI, which the police consulted by telephone. When asked, officials at the lab and in San Antonio declined to say exactly how much plutonium and cesium were missing. Okay. No big. But don't worry. Don't worry, the article goes on to say, it is nonetheless now part of a much larger amount of plutonium that over oh the years God. has gone quietly missing from stockpiles no. owned by the U.S. military. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think that's as much of a consolation notice. as they mean it to be. Oh, my yeah. God. No, don't worry. It's only one part of a much larger amount of plutonium that's gone missing. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We're that's screwed nice. in a way that you didn't really understand, and now you do. Mm-hmm. Bom, bom, bom. Boy, that's a that's gonna be a good feeling when your only job is to go drive and pick up the nuclear materials. You come out to the car in the morning, the windows are all smashed, and your nuclear materials are gone. Mm. Chopped and screwed. Chopped and screwed music was created by DJ Screw in the early 1990s. Part of the chopped and screwed music scene is a beverage known as Purple Drank. The active ingredients being codeine and promethazine. <laughs> the color purple. Oh, that's a good. That's a good book. The color purple, which is usually present as a dye in the drank, has also become a symbolic color or motif to identify chopped and screwed versions of songs or whole albums. The 2007 documentary film Screwed in Houston, produced by details the history of the Houston, I say Houston rap scene and the influence of the chopped and screwed subculture. Unhouston hip hop, chopped and screwed. I remember purple drank memes, but I didn't know that it was yeah. associated with a musical genre. 
You get you drank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember codeine from the cough syrup I'm supposed to take in a couple hours. Does anyone remember laughter? <laughs> uh, <coughs> oh, God. Whose challenge is it this week? We should figure that out. I feel bad that like we're keeping Alex to on me. this podcast. Should we go to the spreadsheet? I can we pre- now it's time for <clears throat> things in Google Sheets. Did we? Okay. Well, I have. I I want to eventually do. I want to um you know shamelessly <clears throat> promote my friend's show Quest Quest and have uh Savannah on and we we play D and D. But I feel like that's going to take more times. So I like Savannah. I met her. I I do. Yeah, that was a very. It was a very popular fan suggested challenge for us to do to play like a D&D one shot, but it's going to be a long ass episode. Exactly. So I feel like that's one of those like we'll save it for later type of things. Um, And maybe we can plan that off air. Um, But I I don't know. Can we read books? Like people want us to read books, but we, I know, I I love her. It's... But like, how does is that going to make for good content? I have no idea. Like, well, do we ever? People, we, people so we did make suicides and then talk about it. I mean, Wackadoo drink. You should read N.K. Jemisin's <clears throat> Broken Earth trilogy. <clears throat> oh, it's, it's on week. my it's on my <laughs> it's on my Kindle, and I've I have not gotten to it since I uh, I'm almost since, finished. Uh, you recommended with it. it to me. Yeah. Is it is it is it ending? Is it like holding up in quality? Uh, so here's the thing is I it took me three times to even get into the first book. And I only reason I kept trying was because I was like, all my friends love it. And then I met Nora a couple times and she's fucking smart and like really with it and awesome. So I forced myself to get through the parts that I couldn't deal with. And it's really good. Like if I if you can get past that. Well, if you have the same problem as me, get past the first third of the first book. And it's like it's solid. Sci-fi or fantasy? What? Sci-fi or fantasy? What is this? Thing? It is. It's fantasy, even though. And I will also say, I don't. I for a long time I was like, I fucking hate fantasy because I thought fantasy was only like <laughs> Tolkien and fucking Game of Thrones bullshit, where like white dudes war over things and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. But this yeah, is same. not that kind of fantasy at all. It's oh, very. Cool. She does incredible world building and character building. <laughs> like it's really, really good. Oh, sweet, guys. Um, I, I. I really want to read. Uh, I don't. This is so a gray thing to do, but I am. I keep being like called to the dictator's handbook, and mostly because I want Max to read it and talk about it. What is it? The dictator's handbook. How long is it? Uh, no idea actually. <clears throat> what, what bad it's behavior a, is, it... is almost good. Always good politics. Okay. Uh, how long is it's, this? It's. It's. I don't know. Gray <clears throat> did a video about it, so I don't know if it's. You know, the one about how the dragon's death, and it's also a metaphor for death no, about dragons. No, that's okay. the, this was pre it was the a very death. confusing video. It wasn't a confusing, it was a very confusing video. video. It was it's extremely confusing how was video. It confusing? It was based off of a um, uh, oh, if it's based off something else, it can't be confusing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so you got you got oh you got you get this an analogy, right? It's an analogy. Oh the dragon mm. is death. I'm just, I'm just glad that now that people. we've addressed all of the other social problems in our world, that like uh, uh, rich people in San Francisco and venture capitalists are finally turning towards uh, uh, solving death for solving you know, death. rich people. No, but you understand there's industries. It's because the industries, man. That's why we yeah. haven't solved death. Oh, boy. It's because of the industries. Big corner. Uh, here's some one. Uh, I think we should consider, I'm open to the reading. I would read that. But just some others on the list here. Uh, steal Valor. Have we ever had a challenge where we steal Valor? I am not stealing Valor for okay. many reasons. Be very interesting. I think it could be very but interesting you could to be steal creative Valor. about how you steal Valor. Maybe you could yeah. get a, you already have USAA insurance, right? I do. 
Okay, shit. Um, yeah. Never mind. Well, Stealing Valor. <laughs> I this read is that more book. of a me being not I mean, wanting I think to we be chased around in public I think we should situation. go to the movies and say that we're veterans. Oh, God. No, no. Pass. Passing on the hard pass. I'm a veteran well, of you many be an epic, online epic posting <laughs> wars. <laughs> in the comments. Subreddit. Uh, key change. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Sp- uh, what I sometimes I wonder what challenge where we have to sing. Uh, well, not oh, not absolutely this, not. this week. Oh, mm. I think you oh, can no, be. We're gonna do oh, it. I'll steal valor if you'll sing. Oh, <laughs> but not. This All right. Week. What about? <clears throat> how about this? I have a couple. We can read a book. My... We can read a book. It just does a lot to read a book in a week. Right, how about true. this? Go on eBay and get. Uh, wait, did we? We already did a childhood toys thing, didn't we? Yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah, I did Big Jim. Two XLs right. living in the studio. Mm. Okay, do I'm looking. Really? Um, eBay. What about? Is what about your this? is your ability to choose uh, a thing every week like this? Yeah, yeah this is what is people this, pay for. You, you just, this is like the extra the whole good after show that is pay constantly for. just figuring out what you're gonna do. Yeah. What about this? How about this? We have a Remember spreadsheet we that Max never looks at. Yeah. Oh, we never read <clears> Fun Home. What about oh, the... No, oh, no. Max is going to... Max is going to get in trouble. Please, what? no. Okay. <laughs> um, what about... How about this, though? Remember when we did our albums uh, a while back where we had to pick, like, our most personally significant albums? What about that with yes. books? Like, you pick your, your most important books. Well, because that's too I, I many. I could do that. I just... I'm so fatigued about having to defend things in life. Yeah. It's like... Well, I'm just... I'm so tired of, like, defending and then the you Okay, well, you don't want to pick anything that we have to defend or talk about. All right, that'll make for... No, good no, 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 no. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just... I'm <laughs> just getting... No, no. You know, mainly I'm just... That's for my own purposes, just to say I'm getting very fatigued. Really, what you were talking about, Anita, earlier, was really... Really got me thinking about the, like... If you had to put the people out there in the world into these buckets, or as you say, on this continuum, it's a very interesting idea. And I didn't, I didn't want to jump in too much on that segment, but like, I think a lot about that whole, like, you know, what do they say when you're cooking? Never apologize, never worry. You know what I mean? Put some sumac I'm, I'm not on saying it. you should, huh? <laughs> put some sumac on it. Put some sumac God on it. Get some drink. <clears throat> um, I don't, in the online world, I am circumspect about receiving, <clears throat> you know how sometimes the shortest emails you receive could actually contain the most work because they're so poorly defined. And like, and this is something I talked to Syracuse about, but like you get like a tweet from somebody that may be good hearted and come from a, a good or honest place and a genuinely curious place, which I admire. But sometimes <clears throat> like there's no way we're going to get even two thirds of the way toward what you would regard as a full response without a lot of work on Twitter. Do you know what I'm saying? You ever get these kinds of tweets from people and it's like well, fairly get, innocuous yeah. question, but you know it's going to take you, even if you agree on the basic terms, which I think you could not take as a foregone conclusion if it's something controversial. I'm going to fucking, this is in the, just so you, said, so you know, Max, you like to make fun of me about like why I don't do more interactions with people online. It's because I do not have the time or the inclination to like hold your hand through this journey we're going to have together one-on-one about making it so that we can agree or understand on something. I get, in terms of short emails that are absolutely punishing, I get the, the one that I get that kills me is people email me all the time and they're like, I'm, I'm making a game. Can you help me? Can you like tell me what I should do? Thanks. <laughs> right. You know, whatever. And I've been with Anita at enough conventions where we've been like walking around GDC or whatever and people come up to you and ask you the same thing of like, can you like very quickly like How analyze my entire body of work and like do free consulting for me and like help me. Recently discussed on Rectives, how do I get more listeners to my podcast? Wow. Mm-hmm. It depends on a about a million things that like 
You know, I, I just I feel like, you know, this sounds this is such a dickly privileged thing to say, but like I feel like I can have the most uh, impact and fun by choosing to publish. Not that I won't listen, but like to to share something. I, I'm very happy having things shared at me as part of a large audience without feeling the need to like have to engage that person every week about my response. And there are people who send responses every week about something that I'm involved with. It can be a little bit exhausting because now the time that I could be spending doing this thing over here, I'm going to be spending on one person. All right, so it's not only it. time I'm not spending with my kid, I'm now spending time narrow casting to this one person who has a concern. I've and got so, it. Like, th- I've got I'm it. I'm just bringing it back around to... To, I but, also but have a Anita's challenge point, for you. Just like, oh, I'm just bringing oh. it back around to this idea of like when you decide whether to mute, whether to block, whether to whatever. It's like also just just responding. Uh, you know, what is it John Hodgman says? People like to say it never hurts to ask. Well, believe it or not, it almost always hurts to ask. Because <laughs> if somebody's <laughs> dealing with that at scale, it can be a little overwhelming. And then people well, also, get miffed. Like even if someone is being really nice and genuine and sincere, you are not an they're not entitled to your time. And I think that's just you need to make that's those what the choices. Yeah, that's who was the director that just said oh, that? This is Did the you best day that? of my life. Ooh. What? Uh, nothing. Go on. <laughs> Um, what was the director? It was somebody who was standing up for another director. Was it Mangold? But the dude basically said, look, when you buy, you come in there, you buy a ticket. You buy a ticket to the movie, but you're not buying access to the person who made it for the rest of your life because you have thoughts. It sounds like such an uh, unkind and privileged thing to say, but like, no, you're but either going to get... It's you're either going to get that in your bones now, or you're going to get that in your bones when it's too fucking late. We think that... Is that your time and attention are valuable, and you get to decide where that time and attention goes. And even having to explain to people why your time and attention went somewhere is a burden on an adult. I, I think that we only think that because of social media, because we have so much access to, like, celebrity and other people, and we expect them to engage with us. Like, 20 years ago, you didn't walk into a movie theater and think that you, like, were entitled to tell everyone and, and the person who made the film what you thought about the film. But you right. do now, right? I think that this is... Well, it's like that episode of The Simpsons where Ringo is still answering fan mail 20 <laughs> years after the Beatles broke up. <laughs> And when he gets when he finds the painting from Marge, oh, I love it's like it. that that could be your life. But let's not also forget that the the other piece of this, which is like, no, we could all walk away from social media if it wasn't so thrilling to get those audience responses. Like it's so exciting when you tweet something and everyone likes yeah. it, or you get your little faves and your your little serotonins and your replies and everyone jumps in to do the same I, jokes. I, one reason I'm one of the many, well, you know how I am about times and schedules, but like I schedule stuff. And so like, this sounds really weird, but that's part of my job. Part of my job is responding to people. And I set aside time, uh, every cycle of what I do to like, just talk to people about what they're doing. Well, that that could just be to say thanks. It could be to start a tweet, but I do think, I do feel some sense of, I don't know, obligation, but like, that's part of the relationship. But I also treasure being in control of that relationship where like. I that doesn't mean you get to like follow me back to my room. Like, all right, well, let's you think let, you have let's to hear have boundaries with this stuff. Let's hear Anita's challenge suggestion. I have I have one as well for future challenge. Yeah, you can you can take this or leave it or use it later or whatever. Or I'll come back on and do this with you. I'm putting it on the list. Put it on the list. Before I say that, I'm just gonna um, be obnoxious and say. We do want more listeners to our podcast, so check out Feminist Frequency Radio, please. Fuck oh, yeah. damn it. I forgot <laughs> We're to gonna, No, I, yeah, I talked about it, it a little bit during the show. I'm going to put it in uh, during a jazz break, okay. and it's so good. I really like the one that yeah. I'm like halfway you know, through we'll this morning. It. It's so good. So we'll do so. So, Alex, edit this <clears throat> into the at the end of the main episode. But Anita, I thank you so much for joining. All right. Thank you so much for joining us in Dubai Friday. Where can people find more Feminist Frequency, more of you on podcasts, and more of your work? 
Uh, check out our podcast. At, it's just called Feminist Frequency Radio on all of the, what are they called? Podcatchers. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh. Anywhere Wherever podcasts are found. Stitcher.fm. All of them. We're on all of them. Spotify, wherever. Well, what about so Apple Podcasts? We are there too. What about YouTube? Is it on YouTube? Yes. <laughs> We've covered our bases, y'all. We co- it's What's not the on, name it's of not it? Say it video. again. Say it again. <clears throat> Feminist Frequency Radio. Um, do, you ever, do, you ever, do you have a recommended starter episode for people who um, might might want to listen to their first episode of Feminist Frequency I Radio? I don't, actually. Should I have one of those? So I think that there's a couple of episodes. So there's three of us um, who are the hosts, and we talk about pop culture every week from an intersectional feminist perspective. We go over some news. We, we usually dive into a movie or TV show or game. Um, I think the best episodes are the ones where we don't agree. Um, and so, like, we did not agree on Shape of Water, and we did not agree on um, what's the peach fucking one? Call uh, me by, call your, by name. your name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, I think that oh, those yeah, make for that was disturbing. I think those make for really interesting. I don't know what numbers they are. I can link them to you, but I think that those make for some really interesting um, episodes because we're really like really diving into the nitty gritty of it. But yeah, I don't. You know, you can see what int- what topics interest you and take a listen. I really like. Thanks for coming on. Oh, yeah. also, also, I got a book coming out October second. It's called History yeah. of yeah, Women: yeah. The Defiant Lives That They Don't Want You to Know. Uh, we'll be doing book tours and stuff, so you know, all that fun stuff. All right, can I tell you what the challenge is that I Please. recommending? Can, can I also can I also briefly oh, yeah. briefly defend myself from sounding like a total asshole? My problem there is with the podcast thing is like it depends, it depends, it depends. Not to you, but to anybody. To anybody is like, well, what more listeners, which more listeners do you want and what are you looking to change about what you do to get those listeners? Because I think the problem, this is not you, this is just the world. It's like, I think a lot of people feel like there's this one size fits all. Well, you know what it is? The answer is get famous and have a huge marketing budget. That's the best way to get more <laughs> listeners. But it depends so much cool. on who you want those listeners to be. Because every time you change one thing, you cut, you risk cutting into muscle about the people who love what you're doing now. That's all I wanted to say. Well, and I, it's, it's, also, it's, it's more a, like, it depends on who you want as a new listener. The landscape, since I started doing like, YouTube videos and and being on, you know, like having a a social media presence for my media work. The landscape has changed so dramatically that it is extremely hard to build audiences these days unless you Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden, I don't know, whatever, like you overnight got five million followers and then they like love everything you do for some reason, which is classic. It's a classic Batman situation. You know, you put on the mask, (laughs) he puts on the Joker makeup. You go to a suicide Mm -hmm. forest to touch a dead body. They're going to do a prank where they touch women in public. It's a classic game of escalation and it's hard to get into Mm. it now. Merlin Mann and Max Temkin decide to do a podcast with you and then people like your cats. It's crazy. (laughs) Max, Max, I don't know if people give you enough credit for how wise you are. I, well, I would agree. I certainly agree with that. Thank you for that's very yeah. brave of you to it's say that. That's a good you. point. Thank you for. <laughs> okay, digga, digga, digga. Challenge. Okay, here's my challenge. It's something that I wanted to do. Um, so, are you familiar with Glitch? They are a company yes. that um, you can build apps and stuff on. They're like they're run by the best people. Anil Dash like runs the company, um, and <clears> someone on the show. someone friend so, of the show, what? yeah. Oh, sweet. Well, someone... No, for, not really. Oh, but, oh this oh looks God. cool. Look at this. Well, okay, but somebody built... So someone you in the Glitch community built an app where when you're road tripping, you run the app and it will tell you... It'll pull from Wikipedia and it'll tell you information about the areas you're driving through. Oh. Huh. Right? I haven't tried it, but it sounds awesome. And if you... 
like I don't know, drive so, around your city so or something. I should turn write this down as glitch, glitch uh, road trip app. I'll find the link and send it to you. So let me pitch I my challenge, it. and then we can decide. We can decide which one we want to do. So my challenge still is valor, per, still per, valor. per Merlin's uh, thing about yeah, I I do want to do a stealing valor podcast. I think that's very funny. I want to make my own medals like David Clark. <laughs> yes, that's okay. what. Yes, wanna, you got to do. I want a, a, wanna, bunch. I want a yeah. leather vest. Yeah. And some medals. <laughs> I'm going to have my daughter make some for me at camp. Absolutely. You, you got to have a lot of special forces, ever. elite operator enamel pins given to I'm you. I'm going to be an epic bacon troop. Yeah. No, okay, here's my challenge. So Merlin was talking about how you get these these short emails and people want a lot of your time and all of that. And my, my thing was going to be p- this week, pick one of them and write... <gasps> write an interesting reply like take the time to, to do I a good reply it. so either take the time to do a good reply and genuinely help them on the plus side or on the other side maybe create do some sort of solution like a canned response that can be sent to other people or something but in some way like do something I love the about- idea of lavishing attention on one person you particularly whose who's question and uh, personality or whatever you particularly liked I love the idea of lavishing attention so, on so one basically person so take nowhere. one of these kind of slightly uh, uh, you know um, g- greedy emails of people asking you for something, and just and just go to town on it. Just Good, really, really do the shit out of it. I love it, Alex. What do you what think? What do you think, Alex? Uh, well, you're a nice person. That's, Remember how I told you to give back. Remember how I told you to be gracious. No, Remember that? that's the problem. Is either people send me actually nice things, or it's stuff with. Um, well, I guess if I run, usually it's like weird card stuff where I just send it to Jen or Max. And I guess if I send Max and he gives the okay, I can do it. But like, I don't get interesting like. I mean, I guess I do. I bet you you get tweets from yeah, people. Yeah, I get many true. comments on Dubai. I get many comments about podcasts and stuff, and I'd be happy to. I can just forward a few of them to you, and you can so take your pick. Is that so? That's that's my thing. Are we are we uh, are we responding to someone who's a dingling or someone who's nice? Because there's it doesn't matter. Of, ta- it's okay. like it's like take take one. Well, and I like, mean, I, I don't think it should be a grudge thing where we're going to shame somebody. Okay, I, no, because I that's get a lot the thing. Of things where I, yeah, where like someone who. Uh, someone I would respond to is a person who would listen to this show or the other things I do. Like I don't want to yeah. be a, a right. so you could you well, could go to you could, you you love the Discord. You could find somebody on Discord. You could look at the Patreon. You could do tweets. You could do emails, or you could do the totally Alex thing, which is go. It's just me, goofy old Alex. Anybody need a favor? <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> what's What's interesting about it is like I think it's interesting to just take one and like pull on the thread of like what would it really take to to respond to one of these. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. No, I, I get it. I, I worried about the like self, like congratulation of like, ah, yes, you've gotten an email response or a tweet request. But I, you just I said today was the greatest day of your life at least I'm twice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you understand that it makes a difference when when people that you admire pay attention to you? Anita, remember when you did the tiny birds video? That was that's not really an answer. That's the that's first really video that I saw of yours, and it was so good. And thank you for everything I you need do. Bur- Oh, the the one about um, iOS like, games, yeah, nonviolent like iOS games. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. like when I talked about video games before, everyone thought I knew anything about video games. But yeah, then you tell me that I never did anything about video games. But, but that I, time, mm. that one. I, I liked feminist frequency before the world blew up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. You're like oh, old God. school. I you yeah. should get a badge or something. I, I well. Make- 
a com an online combat veteran badge, and you oh, steal boy. valor. See, we can steal valor with that. <laughs> you can put it right on your uh, right on your sexy cowboy. Hat. I mean, before I transferred <laughs> schools, I did uh, double major in social justice. That is a real thing oh. that happened at the University of you Marquette. Double majored in social justice and more social justice. Uh, double majored in social justice and journalism at Marquette. It's actually a I class. You're a you're yeah. a dual wielding social justice uh, like a rogue. <laughs> this week we're going to move on to hissing. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Repeat after me. That's not funny. Um, uh, if I were gonna steal valor, I feel like I wanna. I would definitely want to imply, <laughs> imply that I'm a really serious military operator. I'm just not sure what my rank would be. Well, wanna, here's the thing, Merle, and I think it's state that, that I have a rank. Here's the thing. So I have always mm -hmm. heard this advice that if you're going to lie about having a college degree when you do job applications, that you should lie about having a really good degree. Like, don't say that you went to like you know University of Illinois, because okay. it's more likely that you'll get like called out on it or or whatever. If you like say you, you should, went to Princeton, you exactly, might. exactly. You say that you don't were say like you a, went to Brown. Say you went to a good school. Yes, you were a Rhodes right. Scholar at Cambridge, right? Because they're never going right. to call you on it. They're just mm -hmm. going to be like, oh, that sounds impressive. So I think the same thing is true of stealing valor, where it's like you need to be supreme allied commander of or you know sort oh, of NATO forces. I, think I could say I'm a lieutenant general because nobody knows how many stars that even is. What about a rear admiral? <laughs> the dreaded rear admiral. I love it. Oh, I could go navy. You you would have a supervisor as the I'm rear admiral. Force. You have a supervisory command and control of all manual and natural releases. I think it helps also to use lots of initials. Like say, oh yeah, I was an IG. I was, well, for a while I was a KG, Instagram. and then I moved on to the full uh, ORAL. Well, I would say that that <laughs> that would be foobard. That was so foobar. <laughs> I'm gonna steal Valor. Oh boy, this is a challenge. Anita, We're definitely Valor? doing this challenge. I'm, have you stolen Valor, Anita? I don't believe I have. Okay, you're you're, you're aware of the I, phenomenon, though. I I I'm getting there. I didn't know what you're talking about at first. Stealing valor is, is a thing. There's people out there who pretend to be like military people to get like discounts and stuff like that or just to command respect. I pretended like, I was a, a student for way longer than I was to get student discounts. The beauty part about the stealing <laughs> valor is it's, it's, it's less important that there are people out there exaggerating or constructing their relationship with the military. The important part about stealing valor are the people who've decided that it is a huge, huge issue. Right. And they are basically warriors in trying to seek out and uh, hu publicly humiliate people who they perceive of as stealing valor. So you go to the mall and say, you, sir, what unit were you in? And you, who is you your commanding officer? Who is your commanding officer, sir? What is the standard operating procedure number seven? But I don't even know. This. I'm probably stealing valor just even making that up. It's a YouTube genre. So there's guys on YouTube who are like the, the, the stolen valor police and they go to the mall and yell at like an old man in a military jacket and <laughs> demand to know who his commanding officer was. People have a lot yeah. of energy to care about things. So much, right? Mm -hmm. I just like feel so... like I'm just going to be judgmental and be like, not worth caring about. I can barely fucking keep it keep it together three times a day, and like I don't know how people find the energy and enthusiasm to be so emotionally <laughs> distraught I mean, legit, in a way that causes them. My to life change got their better day. when I stopped caring as much about everything. I just you know, you know, I, I just chose I chose some specific things to care about, and you know it's easier. Alex, that's right up your alley. You love that. You love caring about the right things and less. I, uh, well, that's right mm -hmm. up your alley, yeah. right? Like, what can I what can I have an impact on? Oh. 
Oh, you were being yeah, serious. Well, yeah. For the new yeah. iOS beta. <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm always being serious. No, but yeah, like, no, like, I can make an impact on the queer and homeless community in Chicago, and that's, like, I can't, sometimes I can't do anything not, else. Not in a mean way. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so sometimes I just, I just go and slap <laughs> my just wife. Spray him with yeah. a hose. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm just You know, like, if I had to say <laughs> the most feminist part of Wonder Woman, it's that Gal Gadot yeah. is actually an IDF hero in real life. Oh, God. That's right. Uh, I actually yeah. wrote about that. Uh, when the movie came out, because I was like, I can't, uh, I, I can't that. watch this movie and watch her be like, I'm here to save all people, and be like, she was, I, uh, I can't she was defending her. the wall. She bravely defended the wall. Bravely, yeah. <laughs> she, she, I heard she single-handedly uh, fought off uh, attackers alongside, alongside Scarlett Johansson fought off attackers at a soda stream in the occupied lands. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Mazel tov. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Oh God! Yay! Yay. All right, thank you, Anita. Yeah, thank Thanks, Anita. Me. This is really fun. <clears throat> this is Due by Friday, a weekly challenge podcast with Merlin Bad, Alex Cox, Max Tepkin, and Anita Sarkeesian. This week's challenge: make some hummus. Oh Lord. This is Due by Friday, a weekly challenge podcast with Merlin Mad, Alex Cox, and Max Stepkin. And Anita. 